Hey, it's Daniel, and welcome to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. This is a weekly show for ruckus makers. What is a ruckus maker? A leader who has found freedom from the status quo. A leader looking to escape the old routine. A leader who never, ever gives up. Today, I interview my friend Jennifer Abrams. She's been on the show three times and has a new book out called Swimming in the Deep End. This book helps school leaders escape the old routine. We need to because old routine, it doesn't work. For example, think of change. Change is hard. It can be scary. Often, people will have and should have questions. Some questions are basic. Why are we making this change? The old response may have sounded something like this. I just need you on board or because I'm the boss because I said so. The old way doesn't work. Keep listening and we'll show you how to drive change and break from tradition in today's podcast. Before we jump into the content, I would like to briefly introduce our show sponsors. The Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is brought to you by Organized Binder, a program designed to develop your students' executive function and non-cognitive skills. Learn more at organizedbinder.com. The Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is brought to you by TeachFX, who believes that the more students talk and are engaged in class, the more they succeed in school. Learn more at teachfx.com. Hey, Better Leader, this is Daniel here from the podcast, and I'm joined with my friend Jennifer Abrams for the third time. Now, she's been on the show episode 36, where we got to meet face-to-face in Chicago, Illinois, She's been on episode 88, and now she's back. If you haven't had the pleasure to hear Jennifer before, she's a former English teacher and new teacher coach, is currently a communications consultant who works with educators and others on new employee support, being generationally savvy, effective collaboration skills, having hard conversations, and creating identity-safe workplaces. Jennifer's publications include Having Hard Conversations, the multi-generational workplace, communicate, collaborate, and create community, and hard conversations unpack the who's, when's, and what ifs. Her new book, Swimming in the Deep End, Four Foundational Skills for Leading Successful School Initiatives, will release on March 29th. Her monthly newsletter, which I do subscribe to, Voice Lessons, is at jenniferabrams.com, and she can be found on Twitter at jenniferabrams. Jennifer, welcome back to the show. Nice to talk to you. So excited. Nice to see you. It's good to see you as well. Hey, I want to start a story that I haven't told you and none of the listeners before. And when I learned to swim, uh, we went to our local high school. They plopped us in the water and they threw us into the deep end, Jennifer. And I remember being okay for a while and at some point being a few feet from where I could actually grab onto the edge. And from there, all I can remember is water in my mouth, bobbing up and down and fully feeling like I'm going to die, right? Yeah, moment, yeah. Until <laughs> somebody grabbed my arm, pulled me out of the water. It was my mom. She had climbed over the uh, rails, you know, where spectators sit. She saw me bobbing and I guess... Uh, who knows if, if it was taking too long or if her mother instincts, you know, just kicked in. She said, not my son, but she pulled me out of the water and it was scary, you know? Yeah. And 
in that moment, I thought like, this is it. And this is, your book is about swimming in the deep end. And I'm curious for leaders that heard that, that title, right? Mm-hmm. And the four foundational skills that you need for leading successful school initiatives, they can experience that same fear I had yeah. with water in my mouth. So what would you say to the listener who is starting a school change, a school initiative, and they're afraid even to dip their toe in, let yeah. alone jump? Ugh. I don't, that is a terrible uh, situation that you were in. And I don't want people to feel like they're drowning. That was my whole intent of writing this book. I, what do I want to say to people? I think that we need to build up our ability to swim in the deep end. I think that the the point of it is that you, it may not be possible that you start in the shallows. You have an initiative that has to happen. We have an urgency for students, but there is sort of an ability to maybe put on some little floaties or to have somebody kind of help you uh, get into the deep end so that you don't drown. And I think that anytime we're working with adults to roll out sort of bigger scale things, in a school, in a department, or in a district, we are not in the shallow end anymore. We're looking mm. at some work that requires a little bit more strength, a little bit more skill set. And there are times when your feet aren't touching the ground. You're moving. You're and the idea of not flailing when you're yeah. in there is is what this book is about. It isn't a Harvard Graduate School of Business or Stanford Graduate School of Business sort of degree in change management that I certainly know it's not, but it is a very beginning start that could validate people, that could that could help people uh, if you're brand new to it, or you could use it if you're mentoring and you need one of your newer uh, department chairs or whatever to kind of get kind of ramped up on adult to adult growth. That's really Mm -hmm. what we're talking about. So I don't want anybody to drown. I don't want mom to have to (laughs) jump over the the thing and pull you out. Uh, But we, we do need to swim in the deep end for the sake of the students. And so how do we get our muscles stronger for that? Mm -hmm. That's huge. You know, when we think about it too, I, I suggested that question from the leader's perspective, but I think as well, when we consider our, our staff and you shared a story uh, earlier in the pre-chat, how essentially a leader's like, they just need to be on board, right? Ooh, that, <laughs> isn't that an example that your bureaucracy has maybe grown a little too large when it's, yes. you know, because I'm the boss or they just need to be on board. It's scary for our people to jump after us as well. Yeah. And, and I'm curious, uh, what are some of the things you think that leaders can do to make that process a little bit safer mm. for the well, people? If I look at those four foundational skills, I'm going to just highlight uh, a couple. One, uh, let's just start. And they seem pretty basic, but they're pretty nuanced. The first mm. one is to think before you speak. <laughs> that is the first foundational skill. What is the challenge we're trying to fix? I have an assessment in the book that basically asks you to kind of locate yourself in time and space with your with your uh, work. But the first skill is where, you know, do you think before you speak? Do you have the right messaging? Do you have a story? Do you have some data? The, the, the people, you know, need to be uh, kind of brought 
uh, this information in a way that's easier to to manage. And the story we were talking about at the pre-chat literally was a department head uh, sort of doing a drive-by on a Friday afternoon. Best as time. somebody was, right, as somebody was leaving, <laughs> announcing that, you know, a change was going to take place in their instruction, not just their particular instruction, but like all of these people were going to have to go to an in-service and do something. And it just caused such terrible... Mm you know, like an immediate call to a colleague, you know, in the car, like, what do you mean? So it's just think before you speak, what's the timing? What's the language? You know, where's the FAQ frequently asked questions thing? Uh, Do we have the right message? And have we, (laughs) have we told the people that are going to actually play telephone and message for us? Hmm. what they should or shouldn't do, because clearly this was one of those moments. So that's one thing. Then for the people that are going to be now implementing it, they're going to have concerns. And can we help them immediately by not making fun or dismissing their resistance? How can we understand that resistance or their fear? And so there's that's the second skill. And that's that's as far as I can go for, I mean, I'll go for right now, but it's that idea of not mocking people's concern for the change, but simply being more allocentric. Allocentric is A-L-L-O, centric, other focused, and to anticipate where adults are going to be uh, afraid of this mm-hmm. change or against this change or, and be at the ready. So for example, if we are going to, and this was with parents too, I was just at a school. What might a parent's concern be if we're going to uh, change, change a curriculum or move an elementary school? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's, the, let's anticipate where might these people be and don't just say it's the right thing, you know, fiscally, uh, we're moving on enough said, but to think about it. So everybody has to be mindful of the other people because we don't, you know, you want to, what was that, that I think you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, mm-hmm. go with the mm-hmm. group. You've got to get people on board. Got to get people on board. So there's a lot in the book about just sort of starting people's awareness about that. Awareness is an interesting idea concept here. And I think it's connected to uh, empathy and, and you're mm-hmm. saying, hey, how can we understand this resistance? It's shocking to hear that leaders mock others for concern for change? Like, really? I don't know if that's the right word. I think... Well, they might dismiss. They might dismiss. Mm -hmm. Don't feel that way. Or, you know, we're professionals. We can do it. Or I can't believe that, you know, you don't have what it takes to do this. Or you shouldn't, you know, you're not on the bright bus. Or, you know, we get really anxious, which is honest to gosh, the third skill, which is when you respond to resistance, how do you do it in a humane and supportive way? Because I just know people are like, because I've got actually people so funny. One guy came up to me when I was doing this work in Maine and said, I don't have any, was it? I don't have the think before you speak part of the work. Okay. Um, And I said, what do you mean? He said, I was told I have to implement this. I don't need to know that. 
And in fact, I just don't even, I have to do it quickly. So I don't have time to even love the people. So forget even skill two, just tell me skill three so that I don't yell at people. Because I've been told I have to roll this out. And the answer is do it, do it, do it. And I don't need to think. I don't need to understand. I just need to not hurt people <laughs> as I make this. because this Without is- thinking and understanding. Right, right. But he just said, I've got, you know, we work fast. We're going to break things. The state told me I have to do this. I've been put in this job. Uh, how do I deal with it? And then the fourth thing was, how do I not get an ulcer? I mean, the final thing is, how do you manage yourself during this? And I thought, yeah, I get that. I do. And that was me backing up. So even if you don't have the, um, you haven't done the problem creation, you haven't brought the group together, you haven't been the person that has been uh, in charge of the initiative from the get-go, it is still your responsibility as the leader at the school to think about what language you're going to use to work with the teachers and understand your context and where people would be at. And he was just like, I just don't have time for that, man. I've had people say that to me. Somebody goes, this is all a lot number one, there's a lot. Do you have the cliff notes version of this? Like, give me the short book because I have to honestly move fast. You have a 34 question thing. I need eight because I've got to go to the soup and say, I'm willing to champion this. What eight questions could I get in the meeting that I would talk to the soup, you know, in that would move it faster. So they needed the clip. It's that's how fast things are moving. And I keep saying, okay, we need like two days, got to come out, got to slow down because we've got to go slow to go fast. And I've had people say to me, I just, I cannot love the kid. I cannot move slow and I cannot love adults right now. This is for the kids. Give me the short version. This is what's best for kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I keep thinking in my mind, the question is what can I cut? If this is a laborious right. process, if it's going to take time. That's exactly right. If I believe the assertion that that this will take time, but it's worth it, right? The ROI in terms mm-hmm. of what I mm-hmm. spend on developing the relationships, understanding people in a humane way, thinking before I speak. I mean, really mapping this out. This is almost scary. Like I'm almost uh, <laughs> wanting to just like not ship the podcast because I'm like, oh my God, if... If the listener doesn't get this, that leadership is hard. This is hard work. If you're asking what's the quick way, what's the eight questions, we're in a world of trouble. I think that they they started to realize the depth. I mean, when I do the day and I'm I'm off to design a two-day, because I'm gonna go a work with they just realize they don't have they, they're like afraid themselves to go in the deep end. They need yeah. a little bit more skill. And I'm not trying to overwhelm people. I'm trying to say it, it's they're exactly where I was at. When I got out of the classroom, I realized I had a credential on how to teach. Now I realize that I need a credential and how to communicate and support other adults. And what I'm pulling back the curtain on, I think, is that there's a lot there. I'm not, you know, there's just, there's some critical thinking skill stuff. There's 
change management stuff. There's the psychology of it. There's the linguistic agility to it. There's the manage yourself. I'm not saying that you don't have what it takes. I'm saying let's start slow. But Mm -hmm. if you miss one of those things, you're going to drown. And I think that's not what we want. So Mm -hmm. these are the four things. And we could do days on each one of the four skills. Sure. So I don't want to overwhelm people. I just want to love them into this is this is something you got to start to think about if you want to be a leader, you know? Do you see it at all as like a circular framework? Like yeah. if you, the manage yourself piece, right? Yeah. I would think that if I, if I can really focus in on that, yep. right? The listener right now is, man, I don't have time. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's talk about you. How can we get you some more space and some more breathing room? in your leadership that will then allow you to think before you speak and mm-hmm. understand others and respond to the resistance. Do, do you see it that way at all? Yeah. No, I could, I see that it's not, you don't manage yourself once all of that is done. It's all sort of, it's all of a thing. And I certainly think we could have done manage yourself first but people would say, quick, I need to know about the content. You know, I need to yeah, message. Yeah. Give me the questions. So I can't, give me the questions. So I can't, I, yes, I think it's all of a thing. I think they're so enmeshed with each other and it's cyclical. It's when you think somebody's going to respond, the person responds not so good. Oh, I should have figured out foundation skill too. Or, you know, it's, it's all of, I sound as convoluted as, as the work is, you know? Mm-hmm. I did want to put that fourth skill in there though, because I don't think we can do it without you taking time for you. There are many people that are doing books on resilience. There are many people who are talking about take care of you. And so I wanted to highlight it, but I didn't want that to be the main point. So it's in there. And one gentleman, I was just working abroad, raised his hand and said, we never pay attention to the fourth thing. And I want everybody to pay attention. And everybody was like, yeah, we have three hours with Jennifer. So uh, can we move back to, <laughs> to the first two? You know, And the guy's like, um, but we need to like have some water. And I mean, mm-hmm. it was really funny. He, he was like the lone voice in this mm-hmm. group. And, um, and I said, yeah, I guess I, I, it's just so hard. We're fighting. We're fighting amongst where should we start with those four instead mm-hmm. of saying you have to spin every plate. Mm. And then people go, well, I don't have time to spin every plate. I think you're doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. I think one of the hardest parts and why you know my leadership community, for example, is, is growing is that some people want to level up, but to be able to do that, to have, to look at yourself in the mirror to invite others into that conversation, right? To acknowledge that we are spinning plates. That's that's scary in itself to mm-hmm. acknowledge it. Then to start a discussion about what to do to stop doing that and to consider, am I capable? Like, mm. can I do that without, you know, uh, I feel busy. So I feel like, isn't this what leadership feels like? Mm-hmm. You'll look at my calendar. It's packed. Mm-hmm. The emails I get. I'm important. <laughs> Look at all these plates I'm spinning or the balls in the air. I'm really effective as a leader. And you're challenging that paradigm in, in some respects. Mm. 
by asking people to slow down and think. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't think I'm challenging it. I'm asking okay. people, I, I'm not asking people not to, to, to be busy. I understand okay. that. Okay. I am, I'm suggesting that in order to be as successful as you possibly can mm. in making something move forward in your school, take a moment and assess, might I need to message more effectively? Might I be more effective if I was more allocentric? Might it be a place to start that I should respond to my resistance with more agility and understanding of the other person and not yell and maybe and maybe I take a minute to have a, a glass of water. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it, it, th- what I worried about with that last section mm-hmm. with the people you're thinking about that are trying to level up. There is a section called managing yourself through the change. And it has like about 14 questions in it. I didn't want somebody to try to get an A in all of those things, right? People are like, oh my God, I don't have, I don't have a gratitude practice. I'm not thinking optimistically. I don't use enough. uh, I don't have enough fluids in my body. I haven't worked out seven times this week. It wasn't to make you feel like you had to do all of them. It was, these are some things we know would be useful for your health. Mm -hmm. Pick a few that you think. And so that particular section was a smorgasbord, not a do 14 to to be successful. And I've had people just, oh my gosh, they leave going, I'm not good enough at managing myself. I'm a loser. I was like, no, 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 no. It isn't about that. These are things for you to self-assess. And I just think I've watched people not be successful at moving moving things forward because they just don't think, they don't understand, they don't take care of themselves. So that's why I called it foundational. Love it. Well, Jennifer, let's pause here just for yep. a second for a message from our sponsors. The Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is brought to you by Organized Binder. Organized Binder is an evidence-based RTI Tier 1 universal level solution and focuses on improving executive functioning and non-cognitive skills. You can learn more and improve your student success at OrganizeBinder.com. The Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is brought to you by TeachFX, which helps teachers boost their students' engagement. But don't take it from me. Here's what Stephen, a classroom teacher, said about using TeachFX. I was talking more than what would have probably been helpful. It's made me more mindful of that because I have an app that's giving me helpful feedback. Learn more at teachfx.com. All right, and we're back with Jennifer Abrams discussing her new book, Swimming in the Deep End, Four Foundational Skills for Leading Successful School Initiatives. Uh, We we have a bit of time to uh, wrap up the podcast. I'm wondering if there's something just very, very practical that people can take away from today's show. Uh, maybe you know, we've talked a lot about the the managing um, yourself and self-care, and I know that's not the focus of the book. So potentially maybe something about thinking before we speak or understanding others uh, when they have concerns for change. Is there something practical we can leave them with? Sure. I think that the understanding others piece is hugely important. 
to consider, so this is interesting, when you are rolling something out, just even asking yourself, will the person push back by saying, I need more knowledge on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just start with that. I need more. I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. I need more skill. I really get compelled with, with the purpose. I, I don't really, can you explain the purpose of this? Um, let me think. Um, who's going to help me with this? And do I find that person credible? Or how is this going to connect to the culture that I signed up for? Those are just like five questions. If the person who's trying to roll out this initiative can anticipate those and have answers to those before they start the initiative, it might assist in making it more palatable. And the way that they say it is not you're a loser if you have these questions. It is mm-hmm. people often have questions like this when they start out with a new initiative. Here are the responses to said initiative for this one. So that it's just, it's not like you're wrong if you ask it. It's people often have concerns in these ways here are some answers so that the hearer, the listener doesn't feel bad, but gets the answers that they really need so that they can keep not freaking out, losing, uh, going to the limbic system with Mm -hmm. fear, but can keep their prefrontal cortex open so that Mm. they can think. There's a whole neuropsychology to resistance that we're trying not to go to fear. We're trying to keep their brain open. And so why, why not have those at the ready? So that's just five things to even anticipate. Putting that in the, the front end, you're creating safety. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're out of, well, we're less likely to be in fear mode if you're creating that safe environment. Plus you're saying to uh, the folks that you lead, I see you and I hear you. I'm anticipating right. what your needs are. So some of you might be thinking right now, and it's totally normal that, where do I go to get more skills? Uh, what is the purpose behind this? What is the why, right? Right. I'm going to get trained. Who's going to help me? Do I find them credible, et cetera? And by just acknowledging that, I think people are a little more willing to jump into the deep end with you. Yeah. And swim, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's the floaties that'll keep them a little bit. They're seen and they're acknowledged and they're appreciated and they have supports. And the person has said, we want this to be safe. We want everyone to get to get there. We're not throwing you in the deep end. This the state said we had to do it. Get on board. It's <laughs> we we anticipate that that yeah. these are some challenges that all people face when they move into something new, and here are some here are some supports with that. So that that's just a beginning piece, and that's that's I don't know that's in the book. So. <laughs> mm. I think the last question I want to ask, so I'm a leader, right? Yep. I have a number of kids at home. I have an awesome partner, right? And again, you're asking me to slow down and all this, all this kind of stuff in the state or the superintendent or whoever is just throwing these things, these things at me. Do you have a word of encouragement or what might you offer this listener? Honest to goodness. If you take, it's not, a ton of time. 
if you take a half a day just to start with a group that is going to be in the deep end with you and you just get together to craft the message so that you're all on the same boat together, it's worth it. Get out of your uh, office, take three hours and put some energy into it so that you feel like you're all messaging the right way, then you'll be more successful. So I'm not suggesting you take an, a Saturday away from your family. I'm saying that mm-hmm. you that you literally say, I can't be in classrooms this morning because the team needs to get together to create a consistent message. That way, you'll all feel like you work together. It'll keep the, I don't know, you'll, you'll feel like you can't go around. You can't, somebody can say, well, I'm going to Daniel. You know, I'm going to Jennifer. Well, mommy says it this way. I need everybody to unify. And that's Mm -hmm. worth your time. And you'll feel better that the group is on the same page, moving in the same direction. Awesome. Well, Jennifer, thanks so much for uh, joining me on the podcast. I highly encourage everybody hop over to Amazon and order Swimming in the Deep End for Foundational Skills for Leading Successful School Initiatives. I follow her on Twitter at Jennifer Abrams. I also subscribe to Voice Lessons, her monthly newsletter. It's wonderful. And I I look forward to when it gets delivered to my inbox. Thanks again for being here. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Better Leaders, just a few more things before you take off. I created a new resource for you called The Three Leadership Questions I Ask Every Day. You can download the resource by visiting betterleadersbetterschools.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. This helps me in a few ways. It gives the show some social proof. It encourages new people to listen to the show, and it improves the ranking of the show and therefore helps me serve more school leaders. If you want extra credit and some good vibes, share your biggest takeaway from the show and tag me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is Alien Earbud, an anagram for my name, Daniel Bauer. And make sure to use the hashtag BLBS. This Sunday is the weekend resource. Join over 3,000 school leaders that get this resource delivered every week. In the weekend resource, I share content curated specifically for school leaders. You'll get articles, videos, templates, and exercises coaching tips, inspirational quotes, invitations to free Friday group coaching, which is an exclusive offer made available only to newsletter subscribers in the Better Leaders, Better Schools tribe, and links to all the content I created for you this past week. You can subscribe at betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash weekend dash resource. And remember, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. Go out there today and be a better leader.